Yo. Yo, my guy. What's going on? Yo. How you been, man? I'm good, dude. What's going on with you? You know, same old stuff. Trying to nut. All that good, good. <laughs> trying to nut like what? Uh, fucking like almost 10 years deep. <laughs> I mean, for real. I mean, listen, I, I'm going to bring it up again, but I'm trying to I'm trying to nut like Owen did, bro. Owen was putting in that work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that shit. Yeah, that that shit caught me way off guard. I was not expecting to fucking see titties. For sure, for sure, for <laughs> sure. Um, so uh, this this is gonna this episode more or less will kind of just be off the top. Uh, mm-hmm. There's just I have so much that I want to talk about. I'm not saying that we're gonna talk about it all, but there's there's mm-hmm. a lot of questions I have and whatnot. Um, I feel a certain type of way about this. But yeah, so I'll kind of just roll with the punches, ask a few questions, you know, hear your response, and then um, at some point I'll just open up the floor and just be like, "Yo, any anything you you feel like you got to share, get off your chest or whatnot." Mm -hmm. Um, And then we'll pretty much wrap it up. Sounds good. Sounds good. Cool, 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 cool. Um, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start dialogue. Not that. I'm gonna start the conversation, and then um, I'll do an intro, and then we'll get mm-hmm. into it. Um, how's Paul? I should be. I should have invited Paul. I don't know. Does Paul? Did Paul play it? Yeah, he actually did. I, you know, I don't know if uh, if you would mind, but I would make like suggest possibly because I don't know how you feel about the game. Yeah, but just to kind of put this in an o like. Because for me, I so far I spent I finished it today around like noon ish, uh-huh. and I've been thinking about the game a lot. Right, yeah. my initial reaction is I really liked it. I liked a lot of the choices that they made. Well, not necessarily I liked the choices that they made, but I'm happy with the outcome. Right, like okay. obviously with the whole like Joel thing or whatever. It's like I don't like that he died, but I like what they did with it um paul on the other hand we haven't talked a lot about it yet but he is in the camp where he liked the gameplay and stuff a lot but the story things he wasn't a huge fan of right right Um, i'm probably in the same boat as paul then yeah so i mean i don't it's kind of it's up to you i mean i'd be down to have another party involved in this conversation because like for me i'm a like last it was homer like that's like that's my bread and butter that's my shit you're telling me dog you telling me bro um, um but yeah i mean it's up to you i mean i'm i'm game for that um if you want you just i mean shoot him a text or something just say like hey the the this link is open um if yeah you he can just join Let me um something. yeah go ahead um while you're doing that i guess i'll ask you've been playing any other games um, I mean, like, well, what were you, you know, playing before this? Right okay. before this, I was playing a lot of the original. I finished. You were streaming that, weren't you? Yeah, I mean, just like you know, I was playing it pretty late at night. I was like, yeah, might as well throw this up if anybody wants to come in and like, you know, because I was playing it on grounded. So if anybody wants to come in and like Jeez. shit talk me, yeah, <laughs> uh, or like you know, right. try to backseat game or whatever the fuck but yeah. uh yeah i had a couple people watching me like <laughs> it took me like two and a half hours i think to beat the the first uh bloater you encounter in the school on grounded because i had like no ammo no health <laughs> That's wild. uh but yeah no so i was playing a lot of that i like did a playthrough on i think it was like survivor just to refresh the story and stuff um mm-hmm. and then Started that next playthrough, but you know, I got friends that I'm, you know, playing online games with and playing a lot of like Rainbow Six Siege and and that right. type of stuff. Um, but nah, I was, I was kind of trying to keep the palette relatively cleansed in the coming weeks up to this because I mean, for sure, for sure, this is like this has been my this is my thing, you know, like I've been waiting a long time for this game. So. My question for you is so I so I hopped on The Last of Us uh, on launch launch day back when it came out i was mm-hmm. that was a game where i was like 
it was it was either that or some other game that came out around the same time got terrible but i was like this game looks like it's gonna be it and i've been a naughty dog fan since a little kid so i was like all yep. right then they mm-hmm. definitely let me down and then i played it and i was like man this content right here this gameplay right here bro can't beat it bro mm-hmm. then it was like a i remember when it came out i played it from the day it came out to the summer of that led into what, like our junior year or something like that? Uh, yeah, so the original came out in June of 2013. Um, and then the PS4 launched that fall. So yeah. this is, yeah, going into our junior year. Junior year. So yeah. I played it from then until that following summer. And that was like one of the only games I had on my PlayStation. Because at the time, yeah. my dad was like, I'm not buying PlayStation Plus. And I was like, but it's free and all that. All yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just remember playing that so many times. It was just like, how am I not bored with it? Like, how am mm-hmm. I still interested in it? And at that point, I just realized, yo, this this game, like they, they just put together a really well-told story game, a really well-put-together game with mechanics. And it's just like the multiplayer even, like, a lot. I have a lot of friends that were kind of like, the, the multiplayer was missed for them. But for me, mm-hmm. like, that was a hit. Like, yeah, I played. I played the regular faction. Then I played the Firefly faction. I was like, yeah, nah, I'm gonna just keep playing. But <laughs> then I, then it, then I fell off because everyone was like, bro, why are you still playing that? There's no reason for you to still be playing. I was like, yeah, you tell me another 10 out of 10 game made in the last couple years like this. And they were like, well, let me, you know, grant us. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're, yep. <laughs> You're not wrong, but like this is different but yeah yeah that was just me um yeah i mean i i completely i mean i completely agree like i my first playthrough of the last of us was on a ps3 yeah um i think i like borrowed it from a friend or something like Mm -hmm. maybe a month after it came out or something and played through the game then uh uh, i like gave it back to him or whatever and you know i didn't get a ps4 on launch came out like november i think i got my ps4 like that next like may or june yeah um but pretty soon after that was the when the remaster came out mm-hmm. so i immediately hopped on that boat i bought the remaster played through it again got like deep into the multiplayer um played a lot of that and then you know it's just been a game that like i've constantly gone back to over the yeah. last you know six years i've played through the first one probably like 10 times now um, like completely um there's a bunch of times where i like started it up and never finished and then you know come back to it like six months later like oh where was i doing Uh, whatever just started over again but i've like finished it all the way through like 10 times and every time you play it man there's just there's something else you find another note and like yep it just that's really how it is yeah it's like the game is you know it it revolves around these two iconic and lovable characters well yeah. well i mean i don't even know if like lovable is the right word i'm sure we're gonna get into that but like two characters that you care yeah. about yeah. by yeah. the end of it but like the world of the game is is a character like mm-hmm. you have all those notes you know from like ishmael and stuff like that and like you know, just random people from Outbreak Day that were like, oh, man, like, you know, I haven't seen this person in a, in a little bit. Like, I, I hope I hope to see them soon or whatever, and like leave those types of notes and stuff like that. It's like, right. you know, every time you play the game, you see something or you see a sign or you see a poster, or you read a note. It's like, yeah, it the world real- building in this game is unlike yeah. anything mm-hmm. that's out right now. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um. All right, so one of the things that like I thought was interesting was mm-hmm. how you you just mentioned the game in itself was like it's its own being, and it's interesting mm-hmm. like playing it. You really feel like it's like this like um I wouldn't say like a dry air or anything, but like anytime mm-hmm. I started up The Last of Us, I just felt like I'm about to step into something like is um what's the word. Yeah, I can't, you can't comprehend the gameplay. Like, I mean, you can, like, you know how the clickers are going to play, how, how the fire, at the same time, it's like, there's this atmosphere, this eerie uh, aura that comes with it, where it's like, I'm stepping into something, even though I know what's going on, no matter how many times I play it, it still feels unpredictable. 
Yeah. Like you just, and I mean, you playing on grounded mode that, you know, that brings a smile to my face. Cause I know a lot of people when they like heard about it, they were like, I don't know. That seems way too difficult. And it's like, that's the, <laughs> that's the fun in the game though. Like that's the, yeah. you, if you really want to play a game on its hardest difficulty and get the, the essence of the game, that's the way to play. And when I had it on my PS3, RIP to my PS3, that was okay. one of those things where it was just like, I got to play it again and again and again. Mm-hmm. I platinumed it. Um, that was just because at the time it was like, I wasn't for platinum work when I was younger. It was just like, yeah and i'm i mean like i'm the same way like again like you know i just finished my first playthrough of the second game earlier today mm-hmm. probably after we finish up here i'm gonna probably boot up another playthrough to be honest I feel so, you. like because like i i i think like the platinum in this game is is very doable like it's oh, yeah, finished the game there's no you have to finish on a certain difficulty the trophy list in the first game is like it's very broken the game <laughs> is absolutely stellar like it's I think the first game is like, it's perfect, man. Like there's, there's just, I don't think there's anything like that no. out, but the trophy list is like the opposite. It, it's like really, really, really poor. Like you just have to do a like ridiculous amount of things. And the fact that like, you can't really go back to areas to like find collectibles. Like you have to do it all in like a single yeah. playthrough. Right. And like you hadn't, there was multiplayer lock things where you like finish each faction and like that takes a lot of time. Right. Um, right. So yeah, I mean, I'm in the same boat. Like I've played the game so many times. It's my favorite game of all time, but I've never gotten the platinum and honestly probably never will. Cause like, it's just <laughs> the faction thing. It's just, it's, it's too much. It's too right. much. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, what's up, guys? It's uh, Sam here. Uh, I'm here with another episode of Samcast. Uh, this episode, um, it's a special one, at least like to me and uh, my special guest, only because it's a game we've been waiting on for a really long time. But before I even talk about the game, um, my friend Giancarlo is here. What is going on, my man? What's going on, Sam? Happy to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Um, you heard a little bit about us talking about some of the stuff that was going on in uh, early Last of Us. Um, a lot of shared opinions on the first game, a lot of uh, shared actions, just going back and replaying the game. Um, if you don't know, uh, The Last of Us Part 2, a game uh, developed made by Naughty Dog, was released this past Friday. Um, I will say there's a, lot, there's a lot of talk going on about this game. Um <laughs> Usually, uh, when it first came out, it was a lot of 10 out of 10s. This game is where it's at. Um, I would say, for me, not even five hours after the game came out, people who had already beat the game were like, yo, the ending is whack, this, that, and the third. And it was like, I mean, I'm still going to play it. I waited this long Mm -hmm. for it. You know what I'm saying? I pre-ordered it like two months ago. I'm going to – it doesn't matter if the story is bad. This is it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I guess without – too much else going on. I wanted to start with uh, the the story. Tell me how you feel at the end of playing this game. Do you feel satisfied? Or do you feel accomplished? <laughs> I mean, that's like, a, it's a really tough question, like whether or not I feel satisfied with the ending. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I don't know. I Playing through the ending of the game, like pretty much once you reach uh, like... Abby's version of day three. Yes, this is. I mean, you can't like this game. Yeah, it's it's spoiler heavy. Like, you can't talk about this game and not spoil something. That's the weird thing. I mean, without a doubt, like you're you're playing this game and you think like you're playing as Ellie the whole time, and this is Ellie's story. And it, I mean, it is like this is her story. But halfway through the game, like it completely does like a metal gear solid 2 where like it flips it and like you're playing as who you think is the antagonist of the game for 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 a long time like um so yeah i mean this is like you can't talk about this game without getting into you know the nitty-gritty but finishing the game and like you know once you finish abby's day three and you kind of like pick up at the farm and go from there it kind of gave me like you ever see um the lord of the rings trilogy yeah yeah yeah. so you know you know how like return of the king like ends like four times like it like cuts <laughs> yes. to black and then like another scene starts and it like cuts to black you're like is it over and then there's another scene that's like 
kind of what this felt like. Like the farmland thing reminded me a lot of like the end of Uncharted Four, um, when you see like Drake and Elena with like their daughter or whatever and you know even kind of like the end of like red dead 2 uh we're exploring a lot of games right now but like the end of like red dead 2 where you like see john marston in a different light um for sure but you know finishing the game like i it's it's just still like a lot to process like it's not as ambiguous as the first game like Mm -hmm. the ending of the first game you had this like incredibly emotional moment where you know ellie demands that joel confirms that everything he's said to her to this point about the fireflies is true and he says like you know it's true it was all of it like everything is you know it went down the way i say and ellie kind of just like looks at him Mm -hmm. gives like this big old (sighs) okay and like it just ends yeah and you know after after that i didn't know if i wanted another game because the ending of the first game is so perfect like i love those ambiguous endings where you kind of just create what the ending means for you for sure and this one feels a little bit like they're leaving it so they could potentially return to the series yeah um but i don't know how i feel about that to be honest with you yeah, like I, I I finished this one again, and just like the first one, I don't want another one. But if they're gonna, if they tell me, hey, yo, like part three is coming out, or like Last of Us colon whatever is coming, like mm-hmm. I'll be there day one. I'm gonna like I'm gonna be there and play. Like I'm gonna play yeah, it. But sure. I I don't know if I want to see another uh like another game in this world i mean right neil Druckmann, like the director of the game is yeah has said that like you know after the first game they spent time fit like you know they had plans for like the left behind dlc that came out afterwards and around the same time they were like pitching the idea of the second game and that it it's called part two for a reason like it's right. it's the second part of this story it's not the last of us two it's part two of one overarching game which you know immediately in the last like few hours since i beat it i've been trying to think it's like well which one do i like better like just immediately like thinking about it and i don't know if like i definitely don't have an answer for that now and i don't know if i ever will because like the two games are like it the part one and two create the last of us like yeah that's i don't a great point. that's a great like point. i don't i don't think you can just be like oh well like i like i love the last of us but i hate part two it's like well then you don't really like the last of us like yeah you know right. whether or not you agree with the decisions which i'm sure we're gonna get into it's like mm-hmm. that's different from acknowledging what this world is and what these characters like are all about um right but i guess right. you know too long don't read i honestly don't know how i feel about the ending yeah, i think it's really going to gauge on kind of where they go from here and hopefully don't go from here but For sure. i mean what were you what were your thoughts at the end i mean i i wasn't satisfied um mm-hmm. i felt i felt accomplished in the sense that it was like up until that very you kind of really do everything in your in Ellie's arsenal to get to Abby. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, it was like I feel accomplished. Like this this almost sixty hour well not really it wasn't that long more like twenty six twenty dude man it felt like sixty hours <laughs> holy shit this long journey of a game I did a lot of stuff here that I probably wouldn't have done you know what I'm saying either mm-hmm. way it was like. I did, I still learned about characters, not maybe in the way that I wanted to, but I learned a lot. Like you, even though there's a time skip and all that, Ellie's still one of those characters where it's like, yo, she's still going to, she's still the face of all of this. Or Mm -hmm. I mean, with Joel being kind of out of the picture, but still in the picture via flashbacks, it was just like, Mm -hmm. all right, still feel for Ellie. I really do. And that's the one thing like, that probably makes me still okay with the games. Like I can still feel for her up mm-hmm. until the last part. Um, <clears throat> when it comes to uh, 
the the game as a whole. I mean, honestly, I just I prefer the energy that the second one had. There wasn't a lot of like for me. There just wasn't a lot of relief. There was in like those down times where they had just mm-hmm. gotten on a horde or just escaped the city. Like there was none of that. Like Ellie and Dina or Ellie and uh, Jesse, you know, bonding over something that wasn't necessarily relevant to the story. It was pregnant. What are you going to do? Going to do who, why are they after Joel? I thought like, I was really hoping like they'd go to an amusement park or something like that. And it was like, Mm -hmm. have you ever seen this before? No, what is this? This is pretty cool. But there was none of that, like interacting with the Seattle. Like I was really hoping we were going to go into the space needle or something. That didn't yeah. happen at all. Yeah, I mean, like, you see it when um, when you're on uh, the island, like the Seraphite yeah. Island with Lev. And they, I forget what Lev calls it, but it's like, it's like, they call it like this, something, something along the lines of like a tower. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And then like, uh, Abby's like, oh, you mean the space team? He's like, the what? And like, you yeah, look I and... that was cool. Dude, and like, I mean, when you think about it, because the space... Yeah, I... <laughs> Wasn't supposed to happen. Um, definitely, definitely didn't save that. that but that's fine because I can, I can work with that. But you were talking about the, we were talking about the space needle. Um, yeah. So like you know the space needles like on like the Seraphite Island or whatever. And you know when you think about Seattle, like the space needle is like you know obviously in the city, which is connected to the mainland of the United States, but somehow it's an island now so like what happened in these 25 years since 2013 like was there a massive earthquake that detached that part of the island or like all this you know they they talk about the storm and like you know obviously the pacific northwest is like very rainy like did it get worse over this amount of time like did it flood um for sure it was because i was like one i spent a large portion of the game like looking around the massive like beautiful skylines like looking for the space needle and i was like yeah, I was like, that's very strange that a game that takes place in Seattle doesn't have the Space Needle. And then at the end, I was like, at first, I was like, this doesn't make any. S- oh, wait a second! Like, what happened here? Um, right. It's which again all the is way like over in East Bumblefuck. Yeah, <laughs> which is like another thing. Where it's like that's that's the world building in this game. Where like, what happened here, man? Like, it's yeah. it's there's a lot more to Seattle than you know. Mm-hmm. what our perception of that city is um right but i agree that's um that's part of one of the reasons like i have an issue with this game there's just there's a lot of things that play big roles in the game and they're just not um they're just not accurately like depicted um mm-hmm. like for example the and the wolves and even the rattlers at that point like you get insight on them from the characters and then some of the notes you find, but like, there's no, like, there's no real story about when they started, who Mm -hmm. started it. And then like the whole thing with like the truce, obviously there was beef within the truce. Like one side was like, I'm not down for this truce. And then the other side was like, well, you killed our people. So we're breaking the truce. And it's like, it would have been nice for there to be a character that we meet that gives you insight. Like, yeah, I was there. This is what happened. I mean, yeah. there's that. I mean, even like the whole thing with Isaac. You see Isaac in one scene torturing somebody, and then that's it. And it's like, he was scary. He's not really scary anymore. And then when you see him in um, in the forest and with the Seraphites, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's back. And then he dies. And it's like, all this talk about this guy Isaac and whatnot, and there's no, there was no real threat. Because, I mean, clearly... Um, <clears throat> Clev's sister just like bow 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 before I mean you know she got filled with the bullets but mm-hmm. it's just it's just, it's interesting like I just feel like it wasn't a complete it just wasn't complete like the first one was first one did a great job at just like this is where we are and these things happen here like in the first game when you go to the the university mm-hmm. there, it's it, it's it's what happened at this university yeah um, and then you find the monkeys and the laboratory and all that kind of stuff um this one it was just like we were traveling place to place but it wasn't really like we were going too many places um so that was a that was a big thing for me um 
But the biggest thing was I would have enjoyed the story if they had just rearranged the segments differently. Like that's a that's a very showing, fair point. Yeah, instead of showing Joel die in the first two hours, I would have made that very explicit scene play like maybe right in the middle of the game, but after you've already had game time with Abby. Because the problem people don't the reason probably mm-hmm. people really don't like Abby, in my opinion, is just because they set they set her up for failure. Yeah. At the beginning of the game, you made it so we wouldn't like her, and then you asked us to play as her. Yeah, kind of like well, a lot like there's one guy I was watching on YouTube, and he quit playing the game after he sold Joel died, and he hasn't played it since. He he was like, I just how would you? What writer would write something like this in that detail, and then expect me to want to continue the game knowing that he's a he's the other half of the series. Mm-hmm. Like there's no there's no going around. The fact that it's just you know, <clears throat> uh, reruns of memories and all that is kind of like you're only feeling you're only filling half of the void because I don't know like we don't know what type of person Joel is now. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's the thing like you don't know what type of people they are. You don't yeah their their relationship just isn't the same anymore. And it's like it, it's tough. It's tough to want to. I mean, you know, like I like I fall a little bit on the other side of that where, you know, for me in the first game, you know, I like touched on a little bit where it's like, you know, you love these characters. But, you know, in the first game, like you play as Joel, he's like the protagonist, I guess you could say, but like Mm -hmm. he's not a good person. Like, no, not at all. He does awful things that, like, you experience throughout the game. And then, even at the beginning, you know, when it does that um, 20 year jump after mm-hmm. he loses Sarah and he's in Boston, like, you yeah. know, you can tell through the conversations that he's having with Tess that they've done a lot of really, really messed up things as these mm-hmm. smugglers over the course of 20 years. And I think the way he handled the whole thing with Ellie at the end of the game and took away the thing that gave her life meaning and then Mm -hmm. lying to her about it for me, like I love Joel and I like, I loved experiencing that experiencing that game that way. But like, I see him 100% as a bad guy. Like that's interesting. That's very interesting. And, and then like, you know, not saying that like, you know, he was a, bad person and I wanted to see him die it was more like you've done a lot of bad things and you're a bad person but my hope is that you can leave that behind and Mm -hmm. live your life in peace you know with the people that you love you know Tommy and and Ellie now um but so that's like why for me you know seeing Joel die like that at the beginning of the game left a bad taste in my mouth because I was like, I, I'm not surprised this is happening, but I'm surprised it's happening this way and this quickly. Right. Um, sure. And like, you know, why is this happening? Like, you know, you have the, at the beginning of the game, you can kind of infer between like Abby's and Owen's relationship and their conversation that they're, they're obviously hunting him. So like, yeah. you can kind of piece together. It's like, well, are they former fireflies? Like this would make sense. Like, yeah. You know, Joel like Ramboed that hospital in Salt Lake City, like killed all these people. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, you know, like this is probably where that's coming from. And then it happens and it's like, all right, well, time to go to Seattle and uh, get some revenge. Like, I I want Abby dead, like right now. Right. Yeah. But then you play as her and you see like the relationship with her father and like, how much lighter and happier her life is in comparison to Ellie's, which I have a point to that in a little bit, but like, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, her life is rooted in, in happiness with her father and being with the fireflies and like their small little group and stuff. And then that is ripped away from her by Joel. for For sure. So it's like, you know, she's kind of warranted in, doing what she did but i can see why you know that act turned people turns people off but the Mm -hmm. argument i have is like if you just stop playing the game after seeing that scene you're doing yourself a disservice like whether or not you disagree with 
the way things play out and whether or not you can find it within yourself to forgive Abby for what she did. That's a completely different conversation, but like at least see it through and make that decision. Like, yeah, this game takes you on a ridiculous ride. Like the entire time you're angry, stressed. Um, Like my heart was beating ridiculously quickly, like the entire time, like Mm -hmm. there was moments where, something would happen and I would need to put my controller down and just like take a walk. Like I just needed to walk away. Um, but I don't know, like the, the Abby thing, I, at the end, like, I don't necessarily forgive her for what she did, but like, I, Mm -hmm. I understand. And I, I think I agree with you in the fact that maybe showing it in, in that order, you know, she was definitely set up for failure. And I think that was intentional. Like they wanted to go through the act of, all right, let's try to redeem her, but like without knowing anything about her beforehand. Right. Um, yes, yeah, so I, th- I think I agree with you. Probably putting it a little bit later would have probably uh, reduced all the hate of the game because people just mm-hmm. stop playing immediately and then go on Metacritic and write the reviews and tank yeah. the scores without mm-hmm. really kind of giving themselves a fair, giving the game a fair yeah, chance and sure. seeing it through. But I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, I mean, I think I think what will happen is a lot of people will come back to it within the next week or two yeah. and realize, like, yo, like, yeah, I'm very disappointed in the things that happened, but you can't deny that there was a lot of effort put into this story, and it was a well-told it's story. It's incredible the way um, they, t- they tell it. It's just, it's just, like I said, I mean, for me, it's just the way, the, the order that some of the things happen. But regardless, yeah. they still got the job done. You still... You still, I think you get the emotions that they wanted you to feel. I think they mm-hmm. wanted you to feel uncomfortable. I saw somewhere someone was like, they wanted you from the jump. They wanted you from the, the teaser to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. They wanted you to know this is not, this isn't what the first game was. And it isn't by mm-hmm. any, by any means. Um, so yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, no, a little game, bit, a little bit on ahead, that too, though, yeah. is, um, again neil Druckmann has talked about how the first game is like it tells this story of like love and like the bond between these two characters and like that father-daughter relationship Mm -hmm. and like you know you originally playing through the first game and honestly up until friday the first game it's like man like this is this is like kind of dark right like it's not a light-hearted game but after playing the second one and looking back at the first one the first one's like a walk in the park. Like it's like what you were saying, like a day at the theme park, like it's happy go lucky for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um, But like this game, like, you know, as Neil has said and stuff, it's, it's rooted in revenge and hate and like the way pain and loss is reflected between the two characters and how they start from different places and then almost Mm -hmm. like flip flop and then like meet in the middle. It's, it's crazy. Like it's, it's, it, whether or not you agree with what the story told, you mm-hmm. can't deny that it's a master class in storytelling. Like, Oh, for sure. The for fact sure. that you play through all these things and you want all of these wolf members dead, you go in, you kill Owen, you kill Mel, you kill a pregnant woman. And yeah. like, <laughs> you, like, you know, you kill the, pr- like you kill, you kill those people and you're like, maybe aside from Mel, you're like, I don't feel bad. Right. But right. then to you going through Abby's story and you meet yeah. these people and like, you start to care about them. You're like, holy shit. I killed the, like, I killed these people. And like, you know that. And I remember coming back from the Island as Abby. And then you have to like, start to walk in i didn't want to press triangle like to like walk into the door i was like i don't want to see these people dead like yeah. even though like when <laughs> the know. first time you walked into the aquarium as ellie you're like i can't wait to get these motherfuckers mm-hmm. and like i was like damn i don't want to do this like yeah. you know again you're not always going to agree with what's going on but the like the fact that they were able to tell these two sides of the story in that way mm-hmm. is nothing short of incredible like it's yeah. it's unreal yeah um we're about 13 minutes into a second attempt at recording. Uh, we had some recording issues, but if you didn't know, um, I'm here with my friend Giancarlo. What's up? What's going on? Talking about uh, The Last of Us. Um, 
But back to your point, yeah. I mean, an, an, another thing that like I feel like I you speaking about it, it just made it's a great example of like I guess adulthood in the sense that like there's a lot of things that are gonna happen in life that you will most definitely never have control over. Mm-hmm. And like the whole story is that like you have no yeah. control over who what you do, everything goes around full circle. And that's one of the reasons like I'm okay with the ending. This is like to a certain degree, things go like full circle. Like Ellie had the chance to kill um Clev right then and there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like on the when when uh, Abby was putting him in the boat. Because mm-hmm. clearly she's not she was not the giant quote unquote ox that she is. Or what? Yeah, you can see and that she was like, hung up there. Like she's been yeah. they don't tell you how long time has passed yeah. and she was captured by the rattlers but you can just see by her physique that it's been a while right um speaking of characters though is there a character in particular that you really uh you wish you could see you wish you would see more of or wish that there was just more of them to see um i mean honestly like they're most of the characters that they introduced i either liked or were, was kind of indifferent about i don't think any because this game, unlike the first one, the first one, you know, you really only have, like, Joel and Ellie. Like, those are your only constants. Um, this game has a very large cast. Um, mm. But I don't know. Like, I honestly, like, I'd love to see more of most of them. But I think if I could see more of anybody, I think it'd probably be Lev. Um, and what life was like on the island before they shaved their head. Because mm-hmm. I think that was one of the most beautiful beautiful things I've seen in this game and, you know, and probably in most games was the way they tackled the um, idea of Lev being transgender. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, they had the moment where you're with Abby, you're, you know, you're with Abby and Lev and you're trying to get to the hospital to get um, supplies for Yara. Mm -hmm. And then the Seraphites are calling Lev Lily. And you're like, at first I was like, are they calling Abby Lily? Like, do they think they know my name? Like, this is kind of weird. What? Like, all right, cool. And they, you know, you go, you progress like a little bit further and like Lev's like, you know, I guess you heard them call me Lily. And like, Abby's like, yeah, like, um, something like you know do you want to talk about it or something he's like no i don't yeah and then you know they give you a little like kind of they kind of peel back the curtain a little bit more a little bit later but it's like you know i know there's a lot of talk about this game with you know the lgbtq thing and like people not there's plenty of haters out there who hate the game solely for that and if that's the case go burn a hole like that's just like judging a game strictly off of that like doesn't make any sense but mm-hmm. the way that this like handled this very sensitive topic today yeah and just like mm-hmm. a, almost mm-hmm. in the background and like told you it through like casual conversation and you have to kind of figure it out on your own right. is was awesome and like i'd love yeah. to see how you know lev was struggling internally and stuff in a religious cult like yeah you know it's not very far off of what happens in real life with religion and people who feel this way like to feel like an outcast and trying to push themselves away and leave you know what some consider a cult you know like yeah um i agree i agree i agree i agree that's crazy um a character for me was i mean beside his godlike voice i was really messing with jesse i I wish we could get a little bit more of like the the character he was because he mm-hmm. it came off as like maybe him maybe him and ellie had a thing but like yeah. then it's kind of like no the the chemistry there doesn't seem right it seems more like they'd be really good like hunting partners or something mm-hmm. like, that. like out in the world they seem like the get it done duo but like then when you like dina comes in it's kind of like oh i see now but it's yeah. just like, you feel like there's something with like the unfinished like you don't know the potential you don't know what like fatherhood would have been like for him Mm -hmm. like he was there is like if there was a team player in that game it was him 
was him. Saying like it was like he was with Ellie like any decision. I mean, obviously, other than the like going to get Tommy, but then at that point, it was kind of like for me, it was like, why are you not going to get Tommy? Your goal, yeah. was, your goal was to get to Abby with Tommy. Tommy left. You went to go look for Tommy. Yeah. Kind of like the whole time you you think you're chasing after Tommy, which you are, but you're following all the destruction that he caused. And it was kind of like a, shouldn't I have been the one causing all this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why, why is Tommy killing all these people? And I'm getting there after the fact. But then mm-hmm. at the same time, you're like, it's all good. Cause you know, at the end of the day, I'm sure that Ellie's going to be the one to finish it. Um, granted, not quite what happens, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you have a great point though. I, I the way they cover the topics of the LGBTQ community and transgender and all that stuff, it's it's very it's very subtle, but it's very profound at the same time. Like when uh, Club was like, "Yo, yeah, I shaved my head," yeah, and his sister was like, "Yeah, he was supposed to marry so and so," and then it's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, so even at that age, what was he like?" He was young. He was like eight or something. I like think he would. No, that's your. It was a really funny line where, uh, um, I think this is like right after they leave to to go to the hospital. Uh, Abby's like, oh, like you know, like what are you eight? And he's like, I'm yeah, yeah, thirteen or something. He's like thirteen, which is kind of reminiscent of the same dialogue, similar dialogue that Ellie had with Joel. Yep. Or no, yep. with uh, uh, Sam and Henry. When they were talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, how old are you? And she was like, was it? <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh, wow, you're older than me. And I was like, yeah, no. Yeah, that was a really great moment where, like, uh, you know, it's like, oh, like, how old are you? It's like, it's like, oh, I'm 14. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm 14 too. And then uh, Henry was like, oh, are you really now? It's like, I'm close. <laughs> like, obviously, yeah, like, yeah. you know, I had some mm-hmm. feeling some type of way uh, towards Ellie, but. No, the whole the whole Jesse thing, you know, to echo your point a little bit too. I like really like the way all that stuff played off with him and with him and Ellie. And like, there's uh, the one flashback where um, you are headed to that music store with Joel. So it's Ellie and Joel, mm-hmm. and uh, Joel was like making these comments about Jesse and stuff. Like he's like, yeah, you know, he's saying that you're doing really well on like the patrols and stuff like that and it's like you know like i think he i think he has a like a thing for you or like you know i see yeah. some sort of connection there and ellie's like no 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 we're just friends he's like no i, I know it when i see it and like he she kind of just mutters under your brother like you don't even know like referencing yeah. the guy it's like i don't it's, it's not the i don't i don't play that right. way um right right but yeah no, the way they build up that like friendship and you know it's like they're always there for each other whether or not mm-hmm. they are in good standing because you know you yeah. think in the beginning that like jesse's mad at ellie because of the whole right. dina thing which i thought right. was you know to kind of go off topic a little bit i thought was brilliant that you know you have that moment in the barn um where like the whole kiss thing happens with uh, ellie and yeah. dina which they revealed at E3 in 2018, right? Mm-hmm. And the game starts <clears throat> with, you know, when it j- jumps four years with Ellie and like Jesse's knocking on the door and then you kind of live through this experience at that party after it happens. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, I guess they're just assuming that people saw that trailer Um and then it eventually doubles back and comes back in at like the very end of the game. And I was like, Whoa, that is like not how I anticipated all this stuff going down, but it's, it's Mm -hmm. cool that it's like, it builds up this, how this relationship came into effect. And then, you know, at the very end, it's like you get context for it and you see that whole altercation with Seth and stuff. But right. 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 Um, Before we move on to um, some other parts of the game, how did you feel about, Dina and I guess her role uh, being the I guess the new uh, partner, the new the new girlfriend, the new best friend, and then her traveling with you uh, for about a quarter of the game, and then finding out she's pregnant, and then she kind of like to me departed from the story at that point because it was kind of like she was no longer necessarily she wasn't she wasn't a risk. It wasn't mm-hmm. like I got to make sure I get back to her for her safety or anything. Um, yeah. yeah. 
So how, how I mean how do you just how how do you feel about her? I mean, I I guess like, you know, if there was another character I wish we could have gotten more of, it would have been Dina and specifically um how the friendship evolved with Ellie and Jackson before the events of this game. Right. Like, yeah. you know, you see, you know, you they talk about how they were really good friends and there's even like I think like some notes that you encounter stuff in the journal where like Ellie's like talking about Dina. It's like, Oh, you know, Dina's really cool. And like, kind of like Ellie's this like badass female lead. And yeah. she thinks that Dina is like way out of her league, which I think is like really, really cool um, mm-hmm. for Ellie to be thinking that way. But, you know, seeing how that relationship evolved would, would have been cool. And like, you know, I think one of my favorite moments in the game was when um, uh, you go into the music store in Seattle uh, and you pick up the guitar and Ellie starts to play that song that Joel sang for in the be- uh, sung for in the in the beginning of the game. Um, mm. And then you know, Dina walks in. It's like, oh, you know, what was that? And Ellie, you know, that's a song that clearly means a lot to her. Um, yeah. Didn't want to share that and. You know, it's like, oh, you remember that one night at the bonfire and then ha- like plays the acoustic cover of Take On Me? Like, yeah, that, that, le- that, like, hit, that hit a soft spot. Thing. Dude, that left me floored. Like, I like I that was another way like, I paused afterwards and just like sat there for a minute. I was like, like this, mm-hmm. this is really special. Like, this is really, really, really cool. Like, you know, me coming from a very, very like big music background, like music's a very big part of my life. The fact that music played such a strong suit in this game. And even mm-hmm. tied into the ending a little bit, which I'm like we'll get into. Um yeah. like was really, really cool. Um, but for Dina specifically, like I liked that she was like she was all in with Ellie. Like this is, you know, clearly there's enough here to mean something, and like I'm gonna be there with you to see it through. Right. When we found out she was pregnant you know, that kind of changed for me a little bit. It's like, okay, I understand where you're coming from that. Like Mm -hmm. you really want to be here for the person that you love and whatnot, but this is stupid. Like you, you should not be here. Like I get that they probably didn't understand how dangerous Seattle was when they left, but you know, like, it's just not smart. Like I don't, I'm not, I can't entirely remember if they disclose how long Dina knew she was pregnant. Um, Cause I know like there was, they were talking about like she was throwing up on the trip to Seattle yeah. and the various right. places that they stopped. But like, right. did she know like a couple months before they left? Like how far along is she? Like, yeah. you know, did she have the choice to like, Hey, uh, maybe I should stay back or was it maybe too late at that point? Right. But right. I, you know, she ends up being pregnant and obviously provides a struggle for Ellie and stuff in terms of like, all right, you need to stay here by yourself. Just do the reconnaissance portions of things and stuff like that. And I I do like that. Eventually they did come to the decision where it's like, okay, like it's time to leave. And then that's mm-hmm. when the game kind of flips on its head. Like for a minute there, I was like, are we really about to leave Seattle? Like without like seeing this through, and then, like, I mean, that cutscene was horrific. Like, yeah, Jesse, yeah. like, and Ellie talking, where it's like, okay, like, you know, we got to get Dina to safety. Like, are you sure you're okay with this? And like, Ellie's like, yeah, I've like, pretty much like, I've made peace with this. And, you know, I'm sure down the line she would yeah. want to come back and finish it through. But she's like, we need to get to, D- we need to get Dina to safety. Like, that's our priority. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. they walk out the door and, like, there's Abby, like, coming back for revenge like the way jesse just gets dropped like that made me feel so bad dude again i immediately had to like pause the game i was like holy like all bets are off man like yeah anybody is game like this is crazy Mm -hmm. dude and then it's like that's why like yeah good yeah i was just gonna say that's why for me it was wild that like tommy tommy lived as long as he did yeah and played the role he did because it was like all right I, okay cool like you get the benefit of that okay bet he's sniping people from the bridge yeah awesome but then when he's in the room with abby and you see him and then he gets shot it was like all right 
he's for sure got to be dead now. Like, why? I, what, dude, I thought he got shot. Like, I thought he got shot in the head. That's like, that's what, again, right? I'm going to, like, I'm going to play it through again and, like, obviously, like, take a good look at that. But, like, yeah. it looks like he just, thought, like, she just shoots him in the head. Like, mm-hmm. no question. And then walks away. It's like, but, uh, what? <laughs> but what I notice is that when you're at the farmhouse mm-hmm. and he comes to see you, I think it's his right eye. His right eye yeah. is like completely gray. So yep. maybe I'm not saying that he got shot through the head or something like that, but I guess in that whatever event they just they had had to have damaged that guy pretty badly. Because I mean, when he walked in the house, he was limping. Yeah, we, like it definitely like pierced the head and like yeah messed with like the motor functions and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like he, I like if there's probably you know there. I love, like, I love, love, love this game. But, like, it it's not perfect in the sense of, like, not everything hits. And I think, for me, one of the biggest things that didn't hit was, like, just just Tommy. Like, I liked his motives. Like, uh, of course, I think, like, he's going to want to go after Joel. And it kind of, like, makes sense after the second game because they had that – or after the first game, they had that falling out where then he left – for the fireflies and ends up in jackson and you think tommy's this like big asshole and then ellie and joel show up and tommy's like oh like what's up like you know brother and stuff like that and like they hug and they have clearly like their brotherhood meant a lot to him and that's why he goes after joel in the first place or Mm -hmm. not goes after joel goes after abby in revenge of joel but um yeah like he they either should have made it to where he wasn't put in danger like that or killed him. Like it, there was just too many moments where it's like, yeah, you, dude, you would have died. Like there's just, there's no yeah. way you wouldn't have made it through this. Yeah. I, I feel you. I feel you. I, I agree. That's why I just, it disappoints me a little bit. Like yeah. if you're, if they, they kept him in there so long, I was really hoping that there would have been like, uh, uh, I don't know, like a uncle, uncle and niece kind of like duo or something where it was just them just like wrecking stuff but i mean yeah that's interesting I'm still, yeah like, i'm still it's you're still satisfied though with like yeah how things play out yeah like they had the flashback between tommy and ellie where like he gives her uh his rifle and you like you know really yep. badass like you know picking off like uh infected from like miles away is like cool mm-hmm. as hell and like they clearly have like this they've built this relationship between the two where it's like okay like you know you can talk to me about these things or whatever like mm-hmm. you know is everything okay and you know there is, i think there is that uncle niece relationship but i wish we could have like you know you always have that companion with you uh like right. you know wrecking shit while you're playing the game like i wish there would have been like an ellie and uh tommy moment that would have been pretty cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh all right so we're going to end uh, this episode right here, guys. Um, thanks again, John Carlo, for stopping through. Absolutely. Um, tune in uh, very soon for the second half uh, of this conversation. Um, all right. See you guys on the next one.